0: Hey guys and girls, welcome back to ProxyPod. This episode will be the continuation of Interview with Sai, in which we will focus on his education, job hunting, and Canadian job experience. If you haven't listened to the first part, please listen to it. Well, with that being said, let's get into the interview. You mentioned that you did automobile engineering in uh, Windsor, University of Windsor, right? So how yeah. was the po- program, um, you said that you had co-op, um, you had to do a co-op in one of the semesters. So how would you define your overall experience uh, in University of Windsor?
1: I would say out of ten, uh, seven and a half, Really mm-hmm. good program.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, honestly speaking,
1: I haven't learned anything from my master's degree.
0: You haven't learned anything?
1: Just, I haven't learned anything, it's just a platform. To mm-hmm. get settled in right. Canada
0: <laughs> right use it as a medium it. to get to Canada
1: yeah just okay. a medium to find a job, and the best thing about this course uh in University of Minnesota is it has a co-op mm-hmm. yeah, well if you get a co-op it's very easy for you to find a full time job after your
2: master's
0: right right, but yeah still there's got to be something right the uh, the overall experience has to be different from um, uh, the education when compared to your be um yeah. you b- i believe that you did your be in india a bachelor yeah. of engineering right so yeah. if you compare your masters to that um the overall um, you know the, the structure of the um the system education system itself is different here um did you like it or Did you think it's better than India, or what's your opinion on that?
1: I liked it personally. In Mm -hmm. India, like it's, you know, right? It's just called, I don't know what you guys (laughs) talk in Tamil Nadu. We used (laughs) to say if you one day batting. Oh, right,
0: right. Okay. One day batting. (laughs) What is
1: this? We used to do one day batting. Just like, just uh, study the. You know, just, all in
2: ones. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> we used to buy before. all in once. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. We used to buy all in ones and just prepare some. Out of there are like eight questions. Out of eight questions, we have to prepare only five chapters.
0: You just have to do the back. Okay, just the <laughs> yeah, just a,
1: yeah. We, uh, we used to butterfly a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, here is nothing like that. Here we need to apply our more theoretical knowledge we have to do our mm. own lab work
2: mm-hmm.
1: right yeah that's the one thing and also the flexible courses you can pick your own courses here right right right, right. that's the one thing and uh, timings you need not to go to college or university every day mm-hmm.
2: yeah
0: you just have yeah. a couple of classes yeah. a day
2: couple of and classes a yeah day. it also
0: depends on how many uh, courses you select in a semester yeah yeah Personally, I really liked uh, uh, the education system here. Uh, as mm-hmm. you said before, I just study on the day before exam back in India. But here, uh, I was really, really interested in learning a lot. I, yeah. I never went to library back in India. I used to go here. <laughs> Not really same yeah <laughs> really I never went to library. Same. Uh, I just go to the. Uh, I used to stay in hostel. Uh, you know uh, the university accommodation uh i'll go to the the topper's room so he would have studied everything and, and he already, yeah and then he gives a, a summary on what's going on <laughs> yeah that's that's all i need yeah
3: that's yeah. pretty much same case with me as well <laughs> just uh last minute studying study all the important questions and you know like i it, it feels weird because i used to get a lot of calls the night before the exam, like my classmates asking me for mm-hmm. important. What's the important question that we need to <laughs> study for? And it was that it was honestly that easy. Mm-hmm. It was that simple because I you almost always knew what to expect on the exam. So, you, you, you know, normal, normally you wouldn't put that much effort back home. But yeah, yeah. here was they really force you to apply your own um theoretical knowledge mm-hmm. it's more hands-on and yeah. very application oriented almost like a real world job i think that's uh, yeah we can relate that to a real world job right because it's it's more of a professional uh course than anything else so yeah yeah i think i think that's something that a um, lot of newcomers will feel
1: and as I said before, like I haven't learned uh, anything new in my master's degree. There are a few courses I really worked hard to pass the examination. But some of those, I think in the second semesters, my attendance is like 20%, I can say. <laughs> <laughs> One of my friends used to go to classes every day. Like he said, hey, today professor is taking attendance. Then we get ready and go to the classes.
3: <laughs> I, I'd say... An estimate would be 80% of the people that uh, go to abroad to do their master's, they go there for the status mm-hmm. and not really, you know, publish papers. There, there are yeah. a few people that I know, like there's one guy, there was one guy at my university that came from IIT. Mm-hmm. IIT, I don't know which one, but, uh, you know, they're all tough to get into. So. <laughs>
1: It's nothing yeah. like a person, my personal experience. You don't even put like ten percent of your theoretical knowledge in in your job.
2: Right, like right. you have to learn to, everything on your own. Very job. practical. You just have
1: to, you just have to, like exaggerate on your resume. So once you get in the job, you need to learn the tricks how to make it permanent, and you have to learn from there.
3: Right, mm-hmm.
1: but and you yeah. should convince your manager like you are doing. Really
3: like, good job. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think he's giving you tips. <laughs> yeah. This is for Raghun, right? <laughs> no, yeah. neither.
0: No, yeah, sign so knows how I'm working. Yeah. <laughs>
3: but yeah, I think uh, I understand the gist of what you're saying. is I think uh, when we study, we tend to underestimate how important it is to deal with people. Like, mm. people skills is way more. I, I'd say it's way more important than your technical But obviously your technical skills is what you went to school for. Mm-hmm. But, you know, being able to persuade people and uh, communicate effectively is something that only comes with experience. And, you know, that only comes with, I guess, working.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: So, yeah, I, I hope that that's what you were trying to uh, convey.
1: Yeah, exactly. We right. have to learn the skills. Right. How to convince and survive. That's it.
3: Right. So, so let's move on from education to arguably one of the toughest sections for mm-hmm. anyone that comes abroad. So, I guess job hunt experience. It's I guess it's different for everyone, and it's similar in some ways. But yeah. I think we'd all agree on the fact that it's not easy yeah. to get a job abroad and yeah. especially in canada given you know the current situation and the limited opportunities mm-hmm. plus mm-hmm. it's only limited because it's encouraged that you have canadian experience yeah. and that's working yeah that's with, true. working with the canadians and adapting to the work culture and yeah. also just the uh, general social culture so uh, what 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 are some of the setbacks that you faced and some of the challenges that you encountered during your job hunt and uh, how did you overcome these setbacks and challenges?
1: The first thing uh, here is like uh, when I was trying for co-ops I didn't have any relevant experience back home my Indian experience was completely different it's like a studio kind of uh, work environment Mm -hmm. design studio here everything is like uh, manufacturing and engineering right and another thing is English Mm
2: -hmm.
1: like uh, Indian accent and American accent was completely different it was very hard to understand their language Mm
2: -hmm.
1: another thing is uh, coping up with the work culture here yeah and uh, that's a hard thing and dealing with the people on the floor that was a different experience you know here back in india visit to we we command to the people on the floor right here we cannot right, do that right. yeah
3: right,
1: right. Here we need to do some pleasing sometimes it doesn't that's matter true. though that's he true. was a gender lover we have to request them sometime to work deal him speak more politely and mm-hmm. the most important thing, you should not, uh, you should not lose your temper. Yeah, right.
3: You, you should be not get pissed off on that. Very
1: important. You have to be polite.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, dealing with the people was one of the major setbacks. Uh, however, I did overcome once after a few weeks when mm-hmm. I joined in TRKS as a co-op student. And for the full-time job experience, uh, same here, not relevant experience. That was a major drawback. Mm-hmm. and uh, technical I didn't know anything any anything about Solidworks the current software which I was using
2: mm-hmm.
1: I you know I learned I spent day and nights just few weeks before my joining date
2: oh. <laughs> at least <laughs> to manage <laughs> yeah.
1: at least to manage some basics design more like and a test
3: match right yeah not yeah. a
1: one day <laughs> yeah it was uh, one of my technical drawback mm-hmm. and uh yeah only these two dealing with the people and uh personally the solidworks and uh yeah these are the two things i had a really
0: so i've been working experience. with sai for one and a half years um, sorry to cut you there but um i've been working with you for one and a half years right and yeah. uh, i know how hard working you are and you know i see your technical skills in solidworks and stuff so you are mentioning that as um setback when you're looking for a job but after you know a couple of years you are elite now so Mm -hmm. what that proves is um, you know if you put your heart and mind towards it and uh, work your ass off you can go wherever you want right
1: (laughs) yeah here uh, it's not like putting more hard work here Mm -hmm. like you have to take care about your own job it doesn't mean like, okay, my manager assigned this job. Okay, I just finished it and left to home.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It doesn't mean like that. Like you have to put you your soul in it. it. Yeah. You should take that project as your baby. Like uh, mm-hmm. you should talk with the people, talk with the cross-functional teams. Mm-hmm. So, and uh, zero tolerance for resumptions. hmm so if you have any questions you should get clarify with your associates or uh, your supervisor right and uh, the main thing like the good work ethics mm-hmm. though you you don't have any good work experience or good skills
2: mm-hmm. if you
1: have a good work ethics like you are showing uh, like you are proving yourself like you are trying and you are learning mm-hmm. so and uh, people will notice your efforts and uh you'll get rewarded for it
0: yeah yeah that's definitely a that good re- point you you gotta show or you gotta be eager and yeah. you have to let them know that you're eager um especially in here i've seen that personally if they see you got uh, you know some skills and you're eager to learn they will definitely put you in the right spot
1: i still remember you guys shouldn't laugh Mm-hmm. I was really bad at SOLIDWORKS. So my mm-hmm. manager called me on one like after one month and he asked me, how good you are in SOLIDWORKS? I said like uh, on a scale of five, I can say like six, six and a half, but I'm really learning <laughs> hard and I'm pretty sure I'll get pro in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like we were a team of only five. I used to spend a lot of hours uh,
2: mm-hmm. mm,
1: in the office
2: mm-hmm.
1: it's not just not like learning i just my uh i just adapted my project as a baby
2: right. and uh responsibility. <laughs> I I, I,
1: yeah we had two screens so mm-hmm. um, do you know what was my desktop
2: mm-hmm.
1: screen wallpaper mm-hmm. i added a quote like to show everyone that like the quote was like this talent
0: uh hard work beats luck or uh, something like that
1: yeah it was like hard work beats talent when ta- talent doesn't work hard <laughs> that was my wallpaper on two screens did it work <laughs> yeah it worked <laughs> yeah i re- i had i worked a lot yeah i can remember yeah it was a really tough situation and at that time Mm-hmm. And now really we are a team of 20, like at least, uh, we are full of and We can, we help each other, but in my time, like no one,
2: yeah, all it was, yeah, and, uh,
1: it was a tough time. I learned everything on my own.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So on a scale of one to 10, um, how much would you rate, um, on stress level, the period between, um, finishing your college and then finding your first job, I mean, first real job.
1: I think seven
0: seven mm-hmm. yeah,
1: I had a backup option to get into i t mm-hmm. So I felt like, okay, if i I decided, okay, I'll search for a job another two more months. if mm-hmm. I don't get any job, I decided to step into i t okay. yeah, that was my backup option.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay, so um uh, just one last question on the job topic. So most of our listeners on this podcast are, you know, they're just final year undergraduates and they're basically starting out on their career paths. And, you know, some of them are even coming to Canada to pursue their, uh, masters. And, uh, if there's one tip that you can give them on their job hunt, what would it be?
1: Uh, first thing is, uh, right attitude. Mm. you should not uh, there are a few tips I can give them the right attitude you should not lose your hope I've seen mm-hmm. some people like losing their hope and uh, they lose jobs whatever they want just for the PR mm-hmm. like whether you really want to get into a good job you should have a right attitude you should work hard ask your seniors and uh, also people who are already working and ask them to review your resume
2: hmm
1: and uh of course, Canadian experience matters. People here does not care though you have 10 years of Indian experience. right Like mm-hmm. uh, you, you have to mention, like you did, so and these jobs as a part time in so and so company as a co op student, something like that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, another tip is here, most of the companies, not in IT, like uh, in mechanical jobs, they would like to hire local. Mm -hmm. Like if you are the company is situated in Cambridge, they prefer to hire people from Cambridge itself. So you have to change your job Mm -hmm. uh, location and your Mm -hmm. resume every time. Mm -hmm. That's another tip. And the third one is uh, at least you have to prepare for the questions. You should know each and everything whatever you wrote on your resume. Mm -hmm. And uh, references matters here. You should have a good reference. It's not easy to get a job on your own.
2: The mm-hmm. references
1: really matter so you should uh, you should bug all your seniors right
2: you should networking. have a right connections. networking networking. Yeah.
1: networking really matters here to get a because 90% people try to hire uh, internally or reference yeah. candidates yeah
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah
3: yeah i guess yeah. that's also another route how people get hired especially as engineers cuz if we're talking about you know people coming to Canada to do the masters, it's usually uh, engineering or automotive or something like that. So, I guess being internally hired is also uh, one way Mm
2: -hmm. to
3: get an engineering or design job. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And plus, networking is very important here. It's, I guess, it helps to know people on the inside other than, you know, just applying for jobs online because. Like online resumes just get lost. Like no one really reads your resume and
1: stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No one has time. Yeah. Read your resume. So it's
3: directly. Yeah. It's better to like directly reach someone who's in a management position or, you know, get their attention.
0: So, yeah. yeah, I I would definitely bet my money on networking because uh, that's how I found my job. So so <laughs> I'll give a short story on um, um you know how I found the job. So I was working in Papa John's uh, as a part-time employee when I was doing my masters and uh, Sai uh, he joined there as a part-time driver and you know I told him that like, since we have the same background back from India uh, that to South India. Uh, so I told him that I'm doing masters in mechanical engineering and I'm looking for um a project for my final semester. And he said, oh yeah, we could do it. And then he introduced me to his manager That's uh, and uh, I met him once. And then, uh, uh, I actually did not get the project, uh, but anyways, uh, fast forward, uh, couple of semesters I graduated and then I was looking for a job. And then I contacted Sai asking him that, you know, if there is any opening and then, um, you know, he, uh, he got me the interview. Yeah. So networking definitely helps. Yeah, networking yeah. is a big one. Yeah. And also,
3: I guess, prepare for your interviews because mm-hmm. no one cares about your improvisation skills. <laughs> yeah. Make your stories beforehand Yeah, before you go because interviews is extremely important. Mm-hmm. Like you can get yeah. a good reference, good resume and whatever, but if you don't perform well in your interview, like you're not getting the job. Yeah. So that's, that's also... True.
0: That's a big one there. So, um, Sai, you and I, uh, we talked a lot, um, about doing some startup. Um, it's mm-hmm. not essentially a startup, but doing something that's outside our, um, you know, everyday job, um, okay. doing a side hustle to make some extra money. So I'm aware that you're also interested in creating a source for news, uh, for Indian immigrants um so please tell the listeners about um you know what you're doing and uh, you know how um, you think that would help the new immigrants
1: there are two intentions for me like one is one thing is to like uh,
0: so what's the name of your um
1: i started an instagram page called uh, indo canada info
0: indo canada info okay
1: yeah so just to sh- make people aware like what's going on in canada and like get a daily news feedback about Mm -hmm. like uh, regarding immigration, like uh, express entry Mm cutoffs and, uh, and about the law and what to do. Like if you get uh, pulled over Mm -hmm. and, uh, and about the people who are once they got the PR, what are the best ways to buy a home. I'm just, uh, what I can say, I'm sharing the knowledge. Whatever I have through mm-hmm. this uh, platform called Indo Canada Info, is, that is the main intention. And another intention is to I would like to get more followers so that uh, I can make some money on uh, through Instagram ads. Mm-hmm. It's okay. just uh, like a hobby. Personally, watching news is my hobby.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I I read a lot of news. I I. When I get a free time, I watch news on the YouTube. Mm-hmm. So I would like to spend some time, free time. It should be my passion. Right. So I said like, okay, the news, reading news and watching news is my passion and like, can't I use, use my passion to share the knowledge to everyone. Right, right. And ultimately can make some money. Making money is not it's a long-term goal. But mm-hmm. I would like to no people aware about what's happening in Canada, especially like if the peop- some people got stuck in India. I'm mm-hmm. sharing the news like, hey, like we live accident and travelers are allowed to entry to Canada. And for the job seekers, like there are some jobs available here in this company for this role. Okay. And for the people who wants PR, I'll share and also there is an express entry cut off. These things you can get PCC here, police and certifications. People who wants to buy house these are the places where you can afford the houses for this income
2: mm-hmm.
1: brackets and regarding the most important about the law mm-hmm. uh, about like what needs to done if you get pulled over like uh, what are the charges you'll get faced if you do any if you get stuck up in any harassment like this sh- want to aware so essentially newcomers. you are
0: touching all the topics yeah uh, newcomers yeah. you're touching all the topics um, where newcomers would um you know stumble upon or have trouble with mm.
1: yeah, yeah, because the the idea from where I got this is like well, one of my friend uh he really doesn't know about the law, so he got uh he got struck up in one case, like in mm-hmm. case
2: rental mm-hmm.
1: car, and uh, he didn't know what to do, so he went to a random lawyer. And he approached them and that lawyer cheated him. And finally he ended up in paying 20 K to the Incidence company or rental agency. So these are the, some things I would like to know people of it. what you have to do Mm -hmm. when you are in a critical situation. Like, let's say like you had some emergency, what to do to approach who are the right lawyers. You have some issues regarding your immigration. Great, Who can, great. whom you can reach by your assistance or consultations. So these mm-hmm. are the things you need to do. Just want to make people aware of it, awareness, okay. creating awareness. That's it.
0: Great, great. That's uh, that's really great work that uh, you're doing, Sai.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that
3: sounds and like yes. a great idea for especially for newcomers because there's a lot of challenges that they might face and they don't even know yeah. about. So. You know, I'm, I'm sure that'll be very helpful for, especially for the people that come to Canada.
1: So, yeah, sure. yeah, Canada has plans to give permanent residency to 1.2 million in next three years. So mm-hmm. I hope my platform will be really helpful for all those upcoming newcomers.
0: Okay, that's great.
3: Yeah, for sure. We and we definitely look forward to following your platform and hopefully be able to share it with the people back home.
1: Thank you, guys. Yeah.
3: As long as it creates value to the people that use it. So mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. that's the most important thing, at least trying to create any kind of services to create value for the mm-hmm. people. Sadly. So.
1: And I also wish good luck for your podcast.
3: Yeah, um, Thank, thank you. you so much. <laughs> thank you. Well, uh, that brings us to the end of this interview, and uh, thank you, so Thank you so much for coming on to Proxy Pod podcast, and you sh- shared a lot of great information and brilliant insight on your uh, Canadian experience, and uh, I'm sure a lot of our listeners will find find it useful, and uh, really appreciate you
0: coming on to the show again. Thank you.
1: Thanks.
0: Sir. Thank you, guys. Yeah, thanks for having me. And that was Sai. He shared his experience transitioning from India to Canada, adapting to a new lifestyle, and learning some things the hard way. He also highlighted his experience working in Canada versus working in India, and gave some insight on the Canadian experience, which can be a valuable trade for anyone who is new to Canada. We also discussed our job hunting experience as a new graduate and shared some of our job hunting tips and strategies that worked for us. And lastly, size is running an Instagram page called Indo-Canada Info as a platform for news and updates on immigration. Be sure to check it out. Also visit proxypod.ca for show notes and more information about this interview. Thank you for listening and we will see you in another episode with more stories and perspective on the Canadian experience.